0: That actually is a very good impression. That is a very good impression. (laughs) I just can't believe... Oh, I can't talk about it now. We're already getting into it. Let's just do it. Let's just get into it because I want to start going. Welcome back to another episode of Anime,
1: And today we're going to be talking about probably the best isekai of all time. Because this counts as an isekai. Technically. Structurally. Based on the definition of isekai,
0: I'm muted. I think you're right. No, you're not anymore. I how the main character doesn't die and get
2: reincarnated. Doesn't no, have to. Yeah, die. It, it, Chris is right here. It is. It, yeah, I guess it is an isekai. It's your. Well, wait. It actually it might say reborn, if I remember correctly. Well,
1: I mean,
0: yeah,
2: reborn. He's
1: he's being, uh, people are being reborn into this world. Technically,
2: <laughs> maybe. Oh, no, it says transported. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, today today we're going to be talking about, you know, uh, uh, Studio Ghibli's... Ghibli. Ghibli's... Ghibli's... Studio Ghibli. Um, Studio <laughs> Uh You know, new isekai, the boy and the heron. The boy and the heron,
1: or the original title.
2: I don't How, know do you live. How do you
1: live?
0: Which I, I think is that in the book. That, which is in the book. His mom. It was. Left him. It was. It was it yeah. Was the his,
2: mem- his memoirs. I. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: it's actually inspired by an actual book called "How Do You Live" as well. Yeah. That he re- Miyazaki read I, when he was a child. I think
0: that's the book. That's, that's the, the book in his, yeah, his movie. Mom, that, yeah. That, that his mom leaves him.
2: Yeah. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah so uh,
1: disclaimer right off the bat. There is going to be a lot of spoilers. We're talking about it completely. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about the movie.
2: We saw it twice. So, yeah. <laughs> we sub- got a lot of things subbed
0: in English, spoken Japanese, and dubbed in English mm-hmm. as well, just to see, or excuse me, hear both of the fantastic voice yeah. cast, honestly. Totally like-
2: planned, you know. We are professional anime mm-hmm. um, otaku reviewers, you know. So, we. For the community, we just had to go out there and you know Mm. watch Subversa because with a masterpiece like this, there's no there's no expense you you can spare. You gotta gotta go all out on 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 Mizaki's movies. You know this has already been nominated for I think it's in the Golden Globe Globe. nominees. Totally not a, a mistake to, yeah. like, go and see Buy this, the wrong tickets. Buy the wrong tickets. Not at all. in the wrong audio showing because you only wanted to yeah. see it in English because you thought there was going to be too much going on and, like, miss it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, talk about missing some spots.
0: Um. But also, real quick, I just want to point out, the first Studio Ghibli movie Filmed for IMAX as
2: well, yes.
1: Like, oh, it, really? Yes, the very first.
2: Yeah, his wow. out of all of his films, yeah. The first one, I don't know if it was End made for made for it, um, but it was it was like either refreshed or or optimized or whatever some, for IMAX. But it's the only one of his movies that was like specifically taken into consideration for IMAX, both the audio and the visuals for it. Which since we saw both in IMAX, IMAX uh no, IMAX subbed mm-hmm. and standard um, dub- English. Yeah, standard du- standard v- resolution dubbed. Yeah, um, we could definitely tell the visual difference. At least I could. It and, like, I did. I
1: yeah. noticed right away, and I thought. Yeah, the projector like all the brightness.
2: Or the brightness is going to be the different. contrast for it. There were a bunch of like, yeah, it really because I think they you could tell in the darker scenes. It still it still has hand painted background cells mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. this movie with like newer animation techniques for the the moving scenes and everything like that. But you mm-hmm. could really tell the detail of like the background scenes in it. Yeah, on the IMAX just so and much the better. sound. Yeah, direction yeah. for the IMAX is like. In-
1: I I couldn't believe it.
2: It's 12.1 surround
0: sound with it in there, which key points in clarity, though, is like when Maito walks down the stairs of the house and it's just quiet and you just hear the footsteps. I, when I first heard it, I was I didn't really think much of it. Like, oh, this, like, it sounds like good, whatever. But then, like, when we watched it in the English spoken, I, it sounded way lower. Not, and I was just yeah. like, mm-hmm. whoa, it's so much different. I was like, that's that's like, I was shocked at that point. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah.
2: If you haven't seen the movie already and you're going to go see Boy and the Heron, 100% recommended. Go see it in, it doesn't IMAX. matter if it's the original Japanese or English, but definitely go see it in IMAX. Yeah. 100%, 100%, 100% worth your money. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's A better unreal. Experience yeah, an experience that we almost missed out on because uh, someone didn't want to you know, experience in IMAX because IMAX is too loud. Yeah. It's, it hurts my ears.
0: Or the something. last time I saw an
1: IMAX was when the Hobbit trilogy movies was over 10 videos? years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I was in the IMAX theater thinking, wow, this is uncomfortably
0: loud. What the funny thing is, is like Chris brings up seeing the Hobbit in IMAX, but we have seen movies together in IMAX together when? since then. We've seen it in everything. Fake Max. No, because we had, do- all right, but he's talking about yeah. the sound.
2: Dolby Atmos is IMAX sound. No, it's it's fake max. Dolby Atmos is better though. Dolby Dolby Atmos is a better um standard. a better standard than just traditional theater. So that would be like better than the second showing of uh of uh Boy in the Heron we saw, but it is not full IMAX because it's not a full the the image size is not the same.
0: But I think it's also IMAX where
2: we go see it. There, it is it's it's fake IMAX to provide better better than traditional uh viewing standards but not 100% IMAX for viewers you're still getting a better presentation but you're not getting true IMAX in Dolby
0: For those listening um this is us
2: honestly talking to each other yeah and that's our show <laughs> that's for watching. Yeah. but no yeah i mean we 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 jump a little but yeah. um you know let's let's rain it back in but yeah we saw there's just going to be a bunch of spoilers here um but we went and saw Boy in the Hair on twice um because of my mis- mistake which turned into a nice little uh opportunity Yeah, opportunity cuz I am glad we did it. Yeah, seeing it in both <laughs> despite the cuz we went from seeing it on Sunday which I already had a lack of sleep to then going into mm. D&D on Monday mm-hmm. which again Lack of and then sleep. We, then we saw it the day after. And then we At saw it the day PM. after. I had not been home in like forty eight hours from that yeah, decision it's making. Crazy. John, um, just living out of your car. It's um, you, you know, I do it for do it for the community. I do it for the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was definitely worth, I think, all of our times to go see both of those and yeah. really enjoy the the cast in both the Japanese mm-hmm. and English, which I didn't realize uh, until I was doing a little research on my own. I'm probably sure you guys saw too. But the original Japanese cast had leads from every other movie that yep. he's done. He brought them back in for his... And it's
1: also the same for the English cast, too. A yeah, a those, couple of them have done a couple, other yeah. movies. And, Christian Bale, I'm pretty sure. Um, was Mark Hamill in... An, Pretty sure Mark. I think, else.
0: I think he was I think he was. I could be wrong. Comment if you know
1: it. Yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah, we'll
2: um, look it up. If there's any, I'll throw it up in here somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, the the cast, I think a couple of them had the English one I don't think all of them were because um the the lead who plays Maito um He's new. Yeah, he's new he's and a new actor. and uh Robert Pattison mm-hmm. um but was he hasn't done any other uh Ghibli Ghibli right. movies before. Mm-hmm.
1: So, what even is the boy in a heron? Mm, yeah. Who wants to do a little?
0: I think you're. I'm ins- you're insinuating that what you have on your laptop open is. Uh, this I think is a, definitely is a, not a synopsis. It's not. I think I
1: have one sentence. Those those the watching,
0: story. there is a 92 page essay on Chris's computer did right you, now. Did you
2: is the? Did you write this thesis yourself? I mean, they're just bullet points. It says okay. Chat GBT. Okay. This is a uh, Professor Chris's, you know, breakdown of like. What is the boy in the heron?
1: So long story short, in a nutshell, the boy and the heron is a story that follows this twelve-year-old twelve-year-old boy Mojito through his journey of dealing with grief in a fantasy
2: world. That's it. Is it a fantasy world or is it a uh, it's an
1: alternative reality that comes off as fantasy? Yes. Um so it, it it's following Mojito and um his journey moving to the countryside after the passing of his mother in a fire uh because of world war 2 so after he moves to this countryside he is then uh makes the acquaintance of a uh, gray heron who turns out to be
2: yeah more of a uh uh enemy of the right. gray Heron. and, um,
1: that's yeah. It does come off as yeah, as that
2: because I mean, he tries to trick him into you know coming to the other world.
1: Well, it's not really a trick.
2: It is because his mother, his fake mother, when he goes into the castle.
0: Yeah, he does that on purpose to try a trip yeah. and Said I should try, and I then it's the harder.
2: the master of the castle who tells him you must now lead him on this journey into essentially a self discovery. But himself.
0: Mahito he. Very smart boy, because he crafts his own bow and he brings his little folding knife and everything. And little does he realize when he gets that uh, gray
2: heron's feather, it's a special feather. It's like a homing arrow. Which, how is he dropping so many? And then, like, how did him dropping it begin to begin with not make him lose his... Ability of flight. That, that, I think it's if, if the feather's destroyed, but it's
0: I, that part didn't make too much sense. Because to it was me already now.
2: destroyed when he was Yeah,
0: and he it, rips it later on yeah, too further. But. but right.
2: You know, I'm sure smaller. Detail. Yeah. yeah.
0: What I will say is I cannot wait because I will one hundred percent be buying this on like a Blu-ray. Mm. I need to see some behind the scenes. I need to see like um, a little bit more detail in certain parts on like how this was developed. And like, if there was any deleted scenes or anything uh, like that, like I want to, I want to see
2: them. But yeah, so he, he, he makes an acquaintance of a heron, um, who promises, uh, the chance to rescue his mother from the other side and goes on a fantastical, uh, journey of self discovery. And, you know, um, moving forward with his life and the grief, as you say to Chris, um, through through this adventure that he goes on that did feel especially to me very short there there were points in the movie where I was like wait how did how did we go from here to here it felt like there were some points that were just cut out um and after doing some research it definitely showed that because uh like you said this is from his um Uh, autobiographical story that he wrote. Yeah,
1: It's essentially a reflection on his life in the eyes of Mojito a little bit. um, But most importantly, the great uncle or the grand uncle, the
2: grand uncle. Yes. The grand grand uncle who in turn in his book is supposed to reference his mentor um, through his life and, uh, Pretty much, it's it's a reflection of people he's met through his life and everything. I forget who the heron was supposed to represent um, from a story, from what he said, but uh, he did say in an interview that a lot there was some more scenes with the grand uncle um, that were supposed to make it way in the movie, but writing them and animating them after his um, after his mentor passed away. Uh, led him to cutting it out because he didn't want to deal with like Mm -hmm. trying to work through him, which makes a lot of sense, but it also definitely shows up in the movie. But I I wonder too, when that collector's edition or that Blu-ray edition comes out, Mm -hmm. is it going to have probably not fully animated scenes, but probably those storyboard ones that they had because there definitely seems like a whole other it's to me, at least it felt like there was another hour worth of, expansive story that we just didn't get to see like we saw the we saw the highlight reel which it's still a a good and solid story Mm -hmm. but there's so much more development especially with uh one of the other side characters which i don't know if they were a villain or if they were anything Mm -hmm. else like the the parakeet king um and just more uh when he does eventually meet up with a younger version of his mother like their story and adventure because i felt like that really just jumped. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. I
0: feel like they it could have been a lot more to that. Um the Parakeet King, like I, that's one that I Teeter tottered on for a while. I don't know yeah. if like you did Chris, but like I looked at it like the Parakeet King was just trying to save his his people, you know, he mm. was trying to be a good king and he was do he would do anything to you know uh like save the... or you know what's the term we're using? They want he wants his like race to survive his people to survive. Yeah. And he was going to do anything to do that, which was like him going back in to yeah. the granduncle uncle again, mm-hmm. going back on him. Yeah. So. But
2: like when they actually, when they all meet the up at like, I think it's 10 minutes from the end, it's like the, the final climax of it. And like he accidentally inadvertently causes the destruction of the world that they're in. Um, it seems like he, he knew everything about cause the whole, the grand uncle has been planning this big I guess passing of the torch. Yeah. Passing of the torch for my to take over and run this world and everything. in um, his vision uh, handing it down since it's a, his bloodline. Um, but it seems like the, there was the parakeet Kings knows this and it seems like they've had other like interactions too, especially because when you go from, uh, when the, the gazebo. Yeah, you go from the being friendly. uh like going finally catching to see his uh um which I didn't realize when we were watching the Japanese one that uh his that I understood that his father was seeing this woman, but I didn't realize that she was pregnant and everything. You didn't realize she was pregnant? So the first I, thing they did. That's so when we watched the English, I realized that they had that whole conversation where she's like I'm your new mother I'm having uh we're having a baby and that I didn't pick up on that until the scene when he comes when the father comes home late at night and she greets him at the door and they like kiss and everything and then the next day like she talks about oh she's having pains because a child I thought that's when it was revealed that the and to me I was like oh wow he's just he like he didn't know any about this and he's being revealed which felt like a bigger. Um, scene to me, I didn't realize it when it we watched right that. in the beginning, yeah, I was like, Oh yeah. wow, that kind of I think of... that's a
0: missed on sub for for that part there. Like, yeah. you were concentrating on something else during that second, mm-hmm. and like, because the whole thing, she like grabs M- Maito's hand and says, Do you feel that? Yeah. He's like, oh, Yeah, he, you know, your little brother or sister just moved, and yeah. he was like, Whoa, and he was like, startled by it. Yeah, I definitely so.
2: didn't pick up with that on the first. I to me, I thought it was way later that it was revealed and that it was like a big right. thing, and I was like, Oh shit, that's a that's a big reveal.
1: It's but. definitely tough with Sub, especially with a feature film, mm. to really get all the context because, one, you want to look at the art and what's happening. That's mm. like size yeah. biggest thing for watching dubs over Sub because yeah. you want to see everything that's being presented, but at the same time, you want to be able to understand what's right happening the as well so like, you have to like, go back and forth and read it so it's very easy to miss something yeah. yeah
0: i will i will say this though somebody who like me who watches a lot of english dub watching the the spoken japanese first and then watching the english afterwards they go spot for spot like what the subtitle is saying mm-hmm. in the Japanese. no like i there was parts that i remember like that's exactly what they said yeah, and, I'm wondering, was, and I'm, wondering, like yeah, I'm wondering and i'm wondering 80% i'm wondering 100% i'm just saying that they were very accurate still and sure. for me to understand it i'm telling from my perspective because i watched both of course just like you guys did but we i it, yeah. but i primarily watch things in english dub yeah
2: hey how are you uh, just a quick little sidebar and check it. how 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 far are you guys in uh our uh Fall 2023. I'm farther than him, cornering right? us, Revealing. cornering us. You know,
0: I think Chris has fallen asleep like I,
2: five I, times watching it. So I, I don't know if up he these understands. Notes it. Notes I've got here. Let's let's see. You know, I'm about seventy percent of the way. Through and and just like, like and just like John missed like the 50. the baby
0: being in Mahito's uh, uh, new mom, he, half of that stuff he's got to go back and, you know,
2: and re- Cy, revisit I'm again. Not seeing, uh, I'm seeing one one series complete, <laughs> and we've got how many mm. more weeks left in the uh, the fall watch? Like
0: seven, <laughs> two
2: at,
0: weeks at least seven. weeks. Two weeks left. It's gonna be uh, tough to catch up. Chris is just going to turn it on, do things, do work, and leave it on the background, and say he watched that episode.
2: You know, I, I expect the grind, man. You know, throw on that, throw on that. I expect, and- I expect
0: you to watch as much as I do in detail,
2: read it all,
0: and rewind. Not Chris. He's looking down because he knows. All right,
1: speaking about rewind, let's rewind back to the boy <laughs> in the hair. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, like, as I said, it's Mihito going through this journey of discovery, whether it's self-discovery or discovery the new world or alternate world, yeah. however you want to put it. Um. But at the end of the movie, big spoiler, he's given a choice from the Grandmaster to in this imaginary fantasy world mm-hmm. and continue his legacy or go back to the real world. Um, and this this brings in the original title of the movie, How Do You Live? And that's yeah. Mejito's decision to go back to the real world and and, and live with the cruel reality of what's yeah. out there.
2: Just locking in what's done, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and,
1: and uh, the... The thing that cements that decision comes from the middle of the movie where he first finds that book from his mother in that house, How Do You Live?, mm-hmm. um, right before his stepmom goes missing. Yeah. Right after he finishes, or I don't know if he finished the book, but right when he finishes reading, I feel like that's the point where he really understands what he's going through and and why he makes the decision he did. Yeah he's deciding for himself how he wants to live and you mentioned John um, that the grandmaster is representing great-uncle. yeah the great uncle i'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> he's is representing that's a whole different thing Chris. it is <laughs> <laughs>
2: grandmaster uh... Uh,
1: overwatch not anything else yeah. um, but you said he's representing Miyazaki's mentor So I think originally when this was first being developed, yes, it is a representation of different people in his life. But after everything that happened Mm. with Miyazaki and reworking it, taking things out, doing storyboards again, I think it more closely falls on a reflection of Miyazaki. So I think the great uncle or grand uncle isn't necessarily a representation of his mentor. There might be some things in there. Yeah.
2: It's just, it's the, essentially the next stage in like where his life is, you know, right. you're, you're at that point of his, in his life of like creating like and, and making things and, and breathing new worlds into this, mm-hmm. that it's like, where, where do you go from here? What, what's the decision? How, how are you going to live right. your life? Um, but yeah, there was there is a lot of layering and a lot of metaphors and a, even with the title in there being of a and the name of the book of the name and everything in there, um, that are definitely in it. But I think the one thing that just kind of fell for me, because this um, at least for me, this this movie was definitely seven out of ten. It was it was a great movie, really good, um, great animation, great voice cast. Um, but there were just some things like the the lack of story story plots I, I guess like i feel like it just feels like it's missing some pieces yes it's missing it's missing so much more I detail it's not a complete story i feel like like more detail on what this the whole thing with the the mother having to go back and uh, essentially they were going to he, he was going to take mm-hmm. the baby cuz that was also part of the bloodline um, instead of me me Maito, but then like it was all a big like ploy to get him there, but I feel like that wasn't really fully explained, yeah. And then again, like his relationship with the Parakeet King, um, because they to the audience only shows that they essentially meet at the end, um, and doesn't really show which I feel like they had a much more battle in there. The trailer made it seem like there was going to be like a great battle or a great mm-hmm. war that was going to like be fought, um, in there, but. It definitely seemed like there was there was some just detail flushing out.
0: And it plays with a lot of time. So, like, yeah. um, Maedo's mom, when they told a story, the 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 grandmas back at the estate said, like, she went missing. And then for I forget how long of a time, but then she came back and she was smiling, happy, like nothing's ever happened. Mm-hmm. And you see at the end, of course, like everything that they did in this other world, this alternate world, and then you know gets maito back brings him to his world she goes back through the other door with uh uh what's the other grandma's name ki uh she she w- uh she's Kierico? the wor- kiriko kiriko the older yeah. lady yeah yeah, um, yeah. i
2: was back and yeah. yeah which they which oh, again it's like so i w- i so much more story that i feel like was there cuz after they get sucked into the the other world which did they say what the name of it was I don't remember. I don't think so. I think it was just like it was just there. But we get we get introduced to a young Kiriko, which this movie kind of also plays with. Which I couldn't. I again just so much like little pieces that I feel like I'm missing from experience. What could be like a great like uh, uh, a classic story again? Just like it is a, a classic story, but just like a more a bigger overall story because we go through and we see a younger Kiriko and we see the younger version of his mom but it also we can't the audience doesn't know is it the past yeah that's what I didn't understand is it just their how they are represented in that world
0: no I think so and it they kind of I kind of explained what I just said too is like when they go into the tower at Mm -hmm. that point in their life They are now transported to that alternate world. They can spend as much time as they did and they come back to the same exact moment on when they were at, which is why she looked exactly the same when she came back. That's what the grandma said uh, with that story.
2: Yeah. But the, the the reason why I'm just so confused, because I don't know if it was them in there and then reverting back because she doesn't remember. It seems like almost like a reverse Narnia where it's, she's entering back in and then, essentially picking right back up where she was and everything after that point, she doesn't have any recollection of cause she doesn't
0: remember anything. Yeah. There. She doesn't, she doesn't necessarily well, that's,
2: the gray heron says it at the end too. She doesn't necessarily remember Maito the younger version of herself and the mm-hmm. younger version of his mom also doesn't necessarily know that. But then we get to a point in the she movie. She figures it out. We get Yeah, we get to the point where I don't necessarily know whether she figured it out or... She's was smart. She 100% figured that but, out. Well, I think, I think the issue is that it doesn't necessarily show whether she figured it out or she knew all the along because mm-hmm. she's definitely keyed into everything's going because she knows her sister's there. She knows her sister's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She knows her sister is the mother of... Her sister could have said stuff. But, but that's what I'm saying is there's parts of the movie missing to show whether she knew that information all the time yeah, like deep it was a big if it was part of the the yeah, just the, the great uncle's really. plan to get maito to take over if like she was part of it yeah. it's those things and then we're just at the end automatically it seems like that whole discussion happened in the background cuz then she's like when the world is collapsing she's like i have to go back to the past to be your mother yeah. and that's where her and Kiriko go through the 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 time doors which yeah. were, were presented, which I was really hoping that those they were open just up going a, to, open
0: up an accidental wrong door I was thinking like and oh where are you at oh you're in Spirited Away yeah that, <laughs> I, I thought it, it I was thought, gonna be something like that I was I like oh
2: that was also you at the
0: bus stop with Totoro
2: <laughs> I thought that would be was would have been such a cooler idea of like showing because it's the grand uncle and it, everything it really creating. would
1: support like if that was the case yeah, yeah. the Studio it, Ghibli it, universe exactly yes. it, because to me I, I just want to say the more I Think about the movie, read about it, watch about it. Mm-hmm. I like it like 10 times more. It's a 10 out of 10 for me, despite these. Oh, yeah. Minor 10 plot out of 10 holes for me, Or disjointedness of it. Yeah. Because We're nitpicking. thinking about it, I really do think that this quite possibly is Miyazaki's last film. Yeah. And again. He did. again. Yeah. Again. again.
2: He did say after doing this, he's like, Well, maybe if if a story is if to he's be told. Yeah. If, right. if
0: it, and a lot of artists are like that, you know? I mean, this is a side note, nothing to do with Miyazaki, but Jim Carrey was looking at retiring. And then, yeah. like, he says that like
2: 30 times a year. And
0: then, well, I mean, he went through a lot of stuff too. Like, he thought yeah. he was going to die in Hawaii when they had that missile strike alert yeah. thing happen. And he was just like, This is it. And then he's like, I've done enough. He's like, and I'm happy with like, my
2: work. Like, I'm, I'm content. Like, I got to do Sonic. And Grinch too. No, it's like have I to do have Sonic. to do it. I yeah,
0: have to we can it. all say that Sonic getting bullied by the internet became one of the best movies of what twenty nineteen or twenty twenty was Is it? Is
2: Robert Pattinson supposed to be Shadow? Somebody's Shadow. It might be Robert Pattinson. I was, I was, because
0: I was. It's getting... probably Chris Pratt. Honestly, he's playing everybody now. Well, I
2: don't know because I was getting um when I was when I was looking through TikTok and watching stuff of The Boy and the Heron. It, it was somebody did a skit of like how, uh, cause Robert Pattinson did like 20 hours of audio recordings. and went to the au- audition and like nailed it in one take. And he's like, all right, I'm off to go do, uh, uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to speed run being the best, uh, actor of our generation. Now I'm off to go be a hedgehog and then like leaves. <laughs> he's like, I've been a bat. I've been a bird. Yeah, right. And now I just need to complete my collection. And be, of vampire. Yeah. He's like, I have to be a hedgehog, and, he's, and then he leaves to go do it. And it's like, wait, did I miss something? Has he been announced as the cast of Shadow? I didn't see that. We'll have you to know. we'll have to check we'll have to look it that up. Him. But um, Miyazaki yeah,
0: so, Miyazaki's last film, though he's he's said it a few times. Yeah. I don't know if I fully believe him, but I don't honestly care because here's the thing: he's left us with some of the greatest bangers movies and like cinema history for me like so, and yeah. here's the thing like if he does have another one that's like a great surprise to me but i also don't i don't want him to like overwork himself for yeah, anything he's really old
1: and yeah. i think yeah, he's
2: 82 84 yeah he's yeah.
1: old so yeah. in the movie he asks well the great the great mm-hmm. uncle asks mihito if he wants to carry on his work and i think it quite possibly directs it translates into real life mm-hmm. and the Tower that the great uncle has built for years is a metaphor of Miyazaki's works. Yeah. All yeah. of it together, just let like it filmography. crumble. Filmography. Um, yeah, I and think the tower that, crumbling is Miyazaki's way of accepting. Yeah, life. Well, now. that
2: pretty much. Yeah, I think that's. I think just like you said, uh, kind of earlier, like it started off as like the great uncle being more of his mentor, and then I guess uh, an amalgamation of him. And like where he's essentially achieved in his life, and pretty much maybe him a letter to him, his younger self of saying like, you know, regardless of how you choose to live your life and what you're gonna do, like because even too when myuch is like, I'm not gonna go back. He's like, I knew that's what you're gonna do, and everything I've created in that as as great and was wonderful as it is, it doesn't matter. It can be let go. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's all just you know,
1: it's life. And exactly, and. It's how heavy. you choose to live your life, and yeah. that's why it's okay. Yeah, because well, yeah. E- is it like even if you want to or not, you know, continue building this world or go back and live an ordinary life, it's it's what you do with that time that matters, and what yeah. makes it worth it. And in the mm-hmm. end, Miyazaki did all of this, and to him, it is worth it. You know, he yeah. left his mark on the world. Uh, He left his wisdom with us, the audience, and I feel like this movie is his vehicle to share his wisdom with us and you know urge us to question ourselves: How do we want to live? And that's why I really like this movie, and that's why it resonates with me.
2: I don't think anything we've uh, at least I hope nothing we've said has come off as like dissing this as like a bad movie. This was a great movie. This was great. I just with how great it was, it, it. there was we're nitpicking, a handful, yeah, we're, we're nitpicking, nitpicking. there's a handful of things that because we never know if this is going to be his last one or, or or not that i just wanted like i wanted that grand that grand finale that that's just like this is this is
1: i think it kind of does serve it, as it that does. like last yeah. hurrah because all yeah. throughout the movie there's like references to mm. other works of Miyazaki's, yeah. um yeah, they whether they're like somewhere. noticeable a lot or not mm. you, the, you could just see sprinkles of other movies like especially yeah. in the character designs for the animals the yeah. pelicans for example to me reminded me a lot of totoro with the marks on their chest and yeah. i'm sure the there's so eyes. many
2: so many little yeah. easter eggs but i did i wanted i wanted the connected universe i wanted the that would have been cool yeah, yeah. but cuz i felt like that it, that was I that was that like, was such right there that was such low, like right there you had it you could have did it that would have opened up a whole nother yeah. thing
0: but I just want to say too is like we're very passionate about studio Ghibli movies and like they're I there's not one that I've had yeah. like terrible things to say about and they, I I look to watch them usually for a lot of comfort things like this guy's laughing right now well
1: I got something to tell you guys so. oh
0: even better but like that's why we're very passionate yeah. about what we're talking about like, we and we do definitely yeah. enjoy I've this always
2: movie. I I hate writing and everything but I would love to be like a script doctor on like shows or movies or something of just like being able to absorb someone else's idea and be like, that was awesome. Let's make it better. Mm-hmm. Let's make it like, mm-hmm. I want to see the completion of this in like the grandest, the perfect form that it could be. So, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, uh,
1: let, me, let me tell you guys this. what, 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 so are you, what and knowledge did you drop on was Professor Chris and princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Are the only two Studio Ghibli movies I've watched fully? Yeah, I did not watch.
0: You've never watched House Kiki's Moving Castle. Kiki's, Kiki's delivery service is so adorable. Well, I watched House Moving. Wait, Castle you when played? I was shy. Hold on, you played the demo game of the Delivery Witch, and we had a full conversation yeah. about Kiki's.
1: And I had no idea what that was. I yeah, I, I'm I'm fake. Okay, I didn't watch all of the Studio Ghibli movies.
2: please leave <laughs> <laughs> no, I, But i want uh, to now i
0: like, I'd, I'd say there's a couple that i mean the we've I've seen so
2: i've i've seen kiki's delivery service that's probably the one i've watched the most um i've seen how's moving castle a handful of times and this one
1: brave of the fireflies
2: i haven't watched Ra- we Ra- couldn't Ra- find Ra- it
0: fireflies cuz we have to rent um, it it's not on max it,
2: it's not? I thought they had the whole
0: collection on there. That was before Ghibli. He made that independently, uh, I think.
2: Okay, that makes sense. But, yeah, no, also 2 Max is just a dying hole of a platform. They're going to
0: change it again, the name, anyway. Yeah, Next regardless. Month, yeah,
2: um, they, they have no significance to us. Uh, uh, but the, yeah, that, what's, what's like? Spirited I, Away? I feel like I've seen, yes, I have watched Spirited yeah, Away like, I mean, in I kinda, completion. Oh, yeah, because you were with me when I bought the art. Yeah, I've watched that one. Um, Totoro, I've not watched that fully. That's my seen, comfort. I've if I've I'm seen, feeling really I've sad, part of it. Um, wait, hold on a second.
0: You haven't seen Totoro? Nope, you have a tattoo of Totoro. I, like,
1: I've seen bits and pieces, <laughs> bro, but I've never watched the full movie.
0: Wow, some, some of my favorite parts of Totoro. Like they just give me such joy. Like literally, when I'm feeling sad and having a bad day, I can put that on and just be like,
2: "Has anyone watched this?" Ponyo? Ponyo? No. Panyo, yeah. yeah. I told you I didn't watch it
0: that. Has uh, that has Chris uh, Chris what's know. his name? The
2: dude from Taken is the yeah, Liam the dad. Neeson? Liam Neeson. yeah, he's the dad in the English. I word. think he's I think he's done two movies. Um, I don't know the one with like it's the airship. Um of Castle. No, no, no it's oh. another oh, one. Oh, uh, Castle in the Sky. Yes, Castle yeah. in the Sky. I don't know if he's in that one or if it's I don't remember it's Michael Keaton. Time. I think it might be Michael Keaton who's in it, who voices one of the main guys. But yeah, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole thing. You know, maybe we'll do a 24 hour stream and watch every single one. That'd be
1: cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I don't think you're going to be disappointed, honestly. Yeah. Oh, any no. any of the ones that hey, any listen,
1: I'm not I didn't watch them because I'm not interested. It's. The main reason why I didn't watch them is because, based off of all the hype around all students, do you know how many movies he
2: has? No. Do you want to take a guess of how many movies? Thirteen. Yeah. Nine. Is it, are those your final answers? This is for, this is for all the marbles, you know. Yeah. We're 13. getting marbles. Uh, maybe. Um, Thirteen.
0: He said nine.
2: Nine. I'll just keep it at that. Okay. Probably a little bit more. Twenty-two.
0: Oh wow. Know oh, that How many license under Studio Ghibli? It's 22. Interesting. Yeah. Uh ch- ch- Maybe I'm thinking nine of the, <laughs> the main ones that
2: I like. Tales of Earthsea, which was released in 2006. Ocean Waves, 1993. Uh, the Neighbors, Yamada's, 1999. There's a The Cat one. Returns. Yeah, that one's on Max. I'm surprised Max. you haven't watched that one. That one's on Max. 2002. Um, up on Poppy Hill, 2011. Uh when Marine was there, 2014. Wow, there's a lot that like I'm now remembering just seeing like commercials or things online for it. Um, the Valley of the Wind, 1984. Uh, Palm Poco, 1994. Castle in the Sky, 1986. Only Yesterday, 1991. Uh, Ariti, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, uh, 2010. Kiki's Delivery Service, 1998. Whisper of the Heart, 1995. Uh, Porco Rosso, Russo 1992 Porco Russo Yes 1992 The Tale of Princess Kaguya uh, 2013 The Red Turtle 2017 I think some of these might be like short ones Because yeah, um, right. I definitely don't remember seeing like Theatrical releases for this The Wind Rises uh, 2013 How's, How's Moving Castle 2004 uh, that's when that came out I felt like that was a 90s movie But Wait what is it? How's Moving Castle? 2004. Um, Ponyo, 2008. Spirited Away, 2001. Graves of the Fireflies, 1983. Uh, Princess Mononoko, 1997. Neighbor Totoro, 1988. And that's... That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I want... That's
1: all... Anybody
0: watching or listening to this... Like, post a comment. Let us know your favorite Studio yeah. Ghibli movie. We're very curious on this. Um, and I know Chris is going to want to see some comments and hear what you guys think yeah. about um, your favorite movies. Maybe it will help him choose the next that he's going to put on his watch list. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I'll watch the, the, the one
0: that gets the most comments. I mean, look, it's like, each like, it's weird because it's complain. like, you look at a movie and it's like what it means to you, you know? like. Yeah. I gave Totoro as an example for me. Like when I'm having a bad day, like that's just like a.
2: Well, all of his movies movie. uh, have have are ripped from his like life and things he's yeah, experienced. Literally all yeah. of them, every single one mm-hmm. is like some.
1: And there are some that have just the same themes. Yeah. Like, I I didn't watch this movie, but I know the wind rises. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure that has exactly another person who manufactures planes. Yeah. Well, that's that's where
2: I wanted this movie to be—the connected universe that pulls it all together. That we see, like, oh, these are. Well, we'll never know what's behind those
0: doors unless we talk to Miyazaki. I know. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, if only. You know, if we somehow, you know, this blows up and we get invited to next year's uh, anime awards, be a nervous wreck. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure that he would. He would win that. I'm not sure if that's going to be in. This year's or it would happened year's? already, I think. No, apparently. Or twenty twenty four. It's I getting close to the end of the year, so apparently they. So the on Crunchyroll they have the Anime Awards, which are is going to start up the voting, which will go until the first week of January, and then the award ceremony will be held in March. So, still time to be hosts. Yep. Hosts, hosts, yeah. We'll be like Ricky Gervais up there, but three. Oh yeah, I don't think we're as funny. We can say witty things. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's a, he's a genius. Um, but yeah, you know it a great movie. I ten uh, out of ten for me. Yeah, we're just we're nitpickers, mm. and I just wanted I wanted I wanted those. I'm
1: not a few. I'm I'm okay with how it is. Yeah. You know, I, I I get what you're saying, and it would have been really cool if this movie tied no. everything together. He's trying to all I, marvel I, on us over here. I no. just really do, <laughs> I, like. No, I did a
2: better job of of tying things together, even though it didn't have things together than Marvel has been doing. But yeah, that's true. Um, that's a whole nother episode.
1: <laughs> I just really love the the message of the movie, yeah. the meaning of it, and what it leaves us with. Which yeah, is,
2: it's a it's a it's a solid story. It's a complete. Yeah. You get an ending. You get a, a ton of things out and of it. And
1: if it is Mizaki's last film, I think it's perfect to leave off on. Yeah. Like it's it's just a great way to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Even though he'll still be here and might work on some other things, you know,
0: Studio yeah. Ghibli Park. Is,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait, you know. is that a thing
0: mm-hmm. in yeah. Japan? They're almost completely done, I think, with it. Like making everything. It's only a small part right now, but they're like building out the yeah, rest. Yeah, you
2: you can go to it, but yeah, it's small things and it's. I think you expanded. can go
0: into actually the bakery for Kiki's delivery service. You can go into it,
2: Chris. You won't get that reference.
1: Nope, I won't get a lot of the references. Yeah, but I will. Eventually.
0: I think that's good. I'm happy for you. I mean, you're about to go on a journey. No. Yeah. but Yeah. Discovery. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, tell us what you... If you did watch yeah. the movie, tell us what you thought in yeah. the comments. Tell, tell,
2: us, tell us what you thought. See it in IMAX, go please. see it. Yeah. Uh, tell us what your favorite ones are. And um, the parakeets were aliens, right? No. No, I think... Meteor. Crashes.
0: No, the meteor was where the tower was built. And the tower, but, no, came from space. And he, what? Did, how did the pelicans get there? Remember what the pelicans said? They were pulled in by. I don't remember, but my the grand- grand- brought them in. And but am saying that grand uncle well.
2: was given special abilities from this rock from outer space. So then his grand uncle and, and those parakeets, alien? he said, came with came with it. So are those parakeets? Aliens,
1: I guess that with the definition of alien, you can say they are they were aliens.
2: This movie was about aliens, and that's what I want to go (laughs) out on.
0: Here we go (laughs) again. No,
1: the the parakeets, yeah. Um,
2: Dave Batista,
1: you know, they very well could be aliens because technically they eat humans.
2: Now you're thinking, you're thinking
0: about it, yeah. Um, But once they're trans, once they get into the the real world, all I'm saying
2: is. This movie was about aliens, and that's that's how we're gonna end it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's one of the best alien movies out there. <sighs> yeah. yeah. cool. Well,
2: uh, till next, time.
0: Til next yes, time. Till next time. I enjoyed this movie. Please go see it. Go see, see, it see it in IMAX. It. Let us know Break what you think.
2: Records. Get get the recognition it deserves. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I guess uh, you know we've got coming up down the rest of this month. This should go out very soon, probably Monday, which is where one you'll, you'll be watching this. Um, so hello to the future and uh, hello to the past. Uh, um, go through both doors. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we got if we've got coming up at the end. It'll probably be, it'll probably be our episode the first week of January. Um, please stop tapping. Um, <laughs> Sorry.
1: Jesus,
2: so sensitive. Yeah, yeah. I got the I got the headset on. Um, the our our battle royale for the fall, uh, twenty twenty three. I didn't mess it up that time. Mm-hmm. I've been Chris is fall now clicking computer. Yeah. He can't hit the microphone <laughs> anymore. Uh, but for the best, uh, the best that uh, one of the the season of the season. Yeah, um, that we liked out of the eight. If you haven't uh, watched that or know what eight we're talking about, you can go watch that right here. You know, that YouTube click button, or if you're uh, listening to it on one of the glorious uh, podcast websites, you know, Spotify, Apple music, um, radio, wherever Pandora. Pandora. Do they do podcasts? I don't, I don't know. Don't listen to Chris. Um, but you can go scroll back. It should be the previous episode. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Definitely mm-hmm. a, a good talk. Uh, and then at some point, uh, maybe I'll release it after this one and before our our, our other or battle royale will be Lexi Niaito uh interview at Otocon coming out. Yeah, yeah.
1: That that's a that's a good interview. Right. Should be uh
2: our first
0: interview.
1: Yeah, very first interview with a professional voice actor. So that's really cool
2: stuff
0: super nice. Um, we'll get we'll get into yeah. that in that episode too. Yeah. Yeah. I love a bonus episode
2: to talk about. it <laughs> Any last uh any last things? Uh Chris, H- I
0: mean? Have a, have a happy holiday. Mm-hmm. A happy holiday, you know, and yeah. a happy new year. Um
2: oh, let's wish yeah. wish uh everyone watching this uh a belated birthday to sigh Um oh, well, Thank you. Yeah. Happy yeah. yeah, be belated 31. Look at that. Chris
0: didn't even know it was going to be my birthday. He forgot again.
1: It's not your birthday tomorrow.
0: My heart's broken. John remembered. No, it's okay.
2: And with that,
1: Maito. 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 Your mother, Maito. Thanks for watching.
2: He, let's, can we hear your 20 hours of audio recordings for the audition of this role?
1: Well, I did audition for Squid Game, The Challenge. You did? Well, I sent my application.
2: Did, did they make you re- do a, uh, a, a video A one-minute video, yeah. Really? Do yeah. you have it?
1: It's on my phone, but it's nothing special. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I,
2: please send that to me, and that can be the after <laughs> podcast. Oh, podca- my God, so. like the credit yeah. thing?
1: Yeah. Hey, what's up? My name is Chris. I am 26 years old, living in Philadelphia. Uh, I work full-time in community and economic development as a program coordinator. And... Um, yeah, I'm a pretty chill guy. I, I'm into nerd stuff, Dungeons and Dragons, video games, anime, manga. I bike a lot. Um, I do a podcast with a couple of friends. Um, but I want to be on the Squid Game Challenge because uh, it looks fun. I watched the show. Uh, so who wouldn't want the opportunity for uh, to compete for $4.56 million? Um, my plan would be to keep it low key talk to people, be respectful, be honest, not trying to make friends because you're playing for yourself at the end of the day. And with the money, I would donate some of it to cancer. Uh, My dad passed away of cancer, but then I'm trying to set myself up to not work again. So investing and saving. Thank you.